Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service Project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Thanks for listening to the best of Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday. From 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowherd on Fox Sports Radio. Ah, it is a Friday heading into a wild and crucial NFL weekend. It's the Hurt. Wherever you may be, however you may be listening or watching, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, FS1. One hour from now, my blazing five picks off a undefeated week. Four wins, no losses, and a push. Got some momentum. Love my picks. It was a very difficult night last night. For my partner, Jason McIntyre, who is a clinical. He is a Jets fan beyond any reasonable measure. So how are you feeling this morning? Feeling great. Christmas weekend is here. Um, Very excited. A lot of football over the weekend. Putting last night behind me, Colin. Putting it behind me. We move on. We're fans, but, you know, we got a life to live and Christmas to enjoy. Yeah, well put. Well, I have to talk about it. So Zach Wilson... 
year one, completed 55% of his throws. That was last of all the quarterbacks who qualified. And Zach Wilson in year two has completed 54%. That is last among all the quarterbacks who would qualify. Zach Wilson is not a franchise quarterback. He's not a starter in this league. He could be a backup. I have my doubts. Generally, backups are older, mature guys, very good in the room, teachers, mentors. You know, Colt McCoy's dad was a coach. Colt McCoy can come in and win the occasional game. Good in the room, good with film, good with young quarterbacks. That's not really Zach's thing. He's the second most popular quarterback on the team, and yet he's the starter. The good news is, and there is good news, the roster's really good, some good young receivers, um, it was a standalone game. Everybody saw it. Nobody can deny it. And you had a star young quarterback as a comp next to him playing on the road against a better defense. And he looked really, really, really good like a starting franchise quarterback would. Zach Wilson had seven drives, 78 yards. A former CFL backup quarterback, Chris Streveler, had one drive for 83 the backup was noticeably bigger, noticeably stronger, more mobile, more confident, more athletic, and more successful. It's no longer a debate. Go big or go bigger. Just ask yourself. Mike White, 27 years old, has to play Patrick Mahomes, 27 years old, Super Bowl MVP. Does it feel like a fair fight? Josh Allen, twice a year, Mike White. That the answer? Tua, Mike McDaniel, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell versus Mike White. Is that the answer? Or you could draft one. Another rookie quarterback against Bill Belichick, who you know owns rookie quarterbacks and will eventually get a real offensive coordinator. Is that the answer? It's New York. Go big. You know, these teams that try to save money or convince themselves they didn't get it wrong, you're just, it's like a shovel. You're just, you continue to dig. Look around. Look at your division. Josh Allen, Belichick. The answer isn't another young quarterback. This roster is actually pretty good. It's not like the Giants. A generic roster in a generic stadium. The Jets have an elite corner, and they're not paying him anything. Some really nice, good young receivers. And they're not paying them anything. They're not tied to an ugly quarterback contract. They need a left tackle and a veteran quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo, for the record, played in this system. The coach from San Francisco, the coordinator for the Jets, he knows the system. Been banged up a little, but it was an ankle injury. Not shoulder, not throwing arm. Uh, Derek Carr. Again, Derek Carr in utter chaos, in a tough division, willed the Raiders to the playoffs last year. But the good news is the roster's fine. You're not tied to any bad contracts. But Zach Wilson's not it. And there's total clarity today. Total, absolute clarity. That's what's great. You get these games buried in the 1 o'clock window and somebody sees stats. Nope, we all saw it. Cold, windy, just added elements. He looks small. He looks lost. It's okay. But half the guys you take in the first round just do not work. 
Don't convince yourself it does. We all saw it. We know it's bad. Here's the head coach after. We haven't seen the last of them, but um, but right now we just he just got to focus on finding ways to get better. We got to find ways to help them. Uh, we got to find ways to protect better. We got to find ways to run better. We've got to find better ways to call the game better. We got to we've we've got to do a lot. It's not just it's not just him. It's a it's a collective whole. We've all got to find ways to get better. No, it's mostly him, and that's okay. It's mostly him. So the bigger game tomorrow is the Cowboys. And they're taking on the Eagles. But the Eagles are now traveling a little beat up, and they're going to use a backup quarterback, Gardner Minshew, who's not terrible. Kind of fun to watch. Good backup. Rob Ninkovich, former NFL player, was on uh, the other network. ESPN was talking about the pressure is now absolutely, no, not on Dak. The pressure's on Mike McCarthy, he said. And this is what we discussed yesterday. Dak goes 13-3, and three, got all the credit. Zeke got suspended for six games. His passer rating plummeted. It wasn't a reality check on Dak. It was criticism that Zeke wasn't mature. Then Jason Garrett's fault. Then the contract negotiation of fault. Now Jerry Jones sometimes. It's his fault. Now it's Mike McCarthy's fault. This is what I talked about yesterday. The articles are already being written. If Mike McCarthy does not win... Folks, Mike McCarthy has a Super Bowl and went 4-1 and one with Cooper Rush. Mike McCarthy's fine. He's not Belichick. He's not John Harbaugh. He's not Andy Reid. Nobody's saying he is. He's not Kyle Shanahan or McVay. There's five or six guys top of the food chain. He's not. But he's in the mix with the other 15 guys who have jobs and have steady employment. What's interesting, though, about Dak is his predecessor, Tony Romo, I remember defending Romo for years. Um, he got crushed. And it's interesting what we do with quarterbacks. Peyton Manning, for over a decade, his label was Peyton Manning can't win the big game. Before that, I grew up with John Elway, who was crucified for getting blown out in Super Bowls. <laughs> Not a bad place to get blown out. Aaron Rodgers gets a lot of heat for not winning the big game. Josh Allen now starting to hear it. <clears throat> when are you going to get to the big one? And Tony Romo, the predecessor to Dak, took a lot of heat. If you go look at their regular season numbers, and Dak has had on average a significantly better offensive line, not necessarily close. For our radio audience, they're the same, same quarterback. Dak, slightly better. You go to the playoffs, Romo's better. You go to the fourth quarter, which really matters for quarterbacks, and Tony Romo's absolutely better than Dak. But that's what's interesting. Tony was better in the playoffs. Tony is better in the fourth quarter. Yet Tony Romo got crucified. So you say to yourself, well, I mean, Dak is the underdog story. Fourth round. Tony Romo was undrafted. <laughs> Tony Romo didn't get paid for years and years in this league. Tony Romo had bad offensive lines. Tony Romo had Jason Garrett, who took all the heat for Dak. It's not that I don't like Dak. I do. He's a good B-plus quarterback. He's Kirk Cousins with a better brand. But it is remarkable 
how we always blame the quarterback for years, even great ones, Elway forever and Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers. Matt Stafford, when he came to the Rams, a lot of people are like, he can't win the big game. <laughs> he won the Super Bowl first year. Tony Romo, small school guy, got clobbered. Dak, it's not about Mike McCarthy this weekend. Got a Super Bowl, 4-1 and one with Cooper Rush. Went 13-3 and three with Favre. Got a ring with Aaron Rodgers. Winning record with a backup. Mike McCarthy has led Dak to 100-plus passer rating since they've been together. This is on Dak. At home, Eagles beat up Gardner Minshew. Dak's got to win this game. Dak's got to win this game. If Joe Burrow can win without his top running back and Jamar Chase, go on the road and win, got to win this game. Everything lines up for you. It's not on Mike McCarthy this weekend. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I didn't think it was the easiest environment for anybody to quarterback last night, but considering he faced a better defense, a defensive head coach, on the road, uh, Trevor Lawrence is pretty good. 7 for 16 on third down, 370 yards, excellent 20 for 31, 7 yards a a pass, no penalties. There's only five NFL quarterbacks I would not pick up the phone for. I have them. I'm not picking up the phone. Don't bother calling me. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, Trevor Lawrence. That's it. Everybody else, including Aaron Rodgers, Brady, Stafford, I take a call. Um, high school, college, and pro. I saw Trevor Lawrence play in high school at a tournament in San Diego. Kid picks it up very quickly. There was a moment at the Super Bowl this past year when um, I met Trevor Lawrence. Uh, it was at a, a you know dinner party thing event. And he's only 23 years old. I was completely struck by his presence and his maturity and his confidence. It looked like, it felt like, it sounded like I was talking to somebody in their mid-30s. Last night was a perfect example of why he is going to be great. He fumbled on the first drive, right? Deep, own territory, really ugly. Jets get it, kick a field goal. He's trailing, bad start. They just beat the Cowboys. He's on the road. He just fumbled. You're not focused. A young team in New York on primetime. Classic letdown spot. Classic implosion spot. He takes a deep breath, gets the following kickoff, drives 60-some yards, gets a field goal. They force a punt, gets the next drive, 95-96 yards, touchdown. Game over. Thanks for flying United. That was the game. I preach this with young quarterbacks all the time. Keep your emotion mostly to yourself. At the podium, keep your thoughts mostly to yourself. Bland is best. Yeah, I know Brady, when he finally got to Tampa after all those trophies, showed more emotion. He earned it. But most of the young, talented quarterbacks that unravel, Baker Mayfield's one of them. They can't control themselves. They can't control themselves at a podium. There's too much emotion. There's too much cowboy. This kid's a grown-up. And if you look at Mahomes... Allen, Herbert, Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, the one thing they all have in common. They've got some emotional discipline. They can be sometimes kind of bland in terms of podium. It can be kind of cliched. Exactly. Last night was the classic letdown spot. Just beat the Cowboys. Young team. People talking playoffs. Go to the bright lights. Amazon. Here we go. Fumble first possession. Nope. Head down, keep it bland, execute, composure, discipline. Not cool words in 2022, I know. Here's Doug Peterson after. For the most part, I thought he did a nice job of, of controlling and managing what we asked him to do, you know, and the weather was obviously a challenge uh, with the wind and the rain. But, um, you know, I thought he did a – played tough again, played physical, um, and that was really, really good to see out of, out of our quarterback. 
I'm happy for Doug Peterson. Uh, when he was on the beach for a year, I implored USC to take a look at NFL guys. Uh, we thought he would be a really good fit with Trevor Lawrence. Every quarterback he works with, he does a really good job to simplify the complicated. Nick Foles, we saw it with Carson Wentz before he got hurt. Uh, we are now seeing it with Trevor Lawrence, part of the genius of Andy Reid. He takes the complex, he makes it simple. Doug Peterson, an Andy Reid disciple, has done the exact same. Good news for Jacksonville. They have some holes, not at quarterback. The Jets don't have a lot of holes, but a big one at quarterback. I'd rather be the Jags this morning. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. There's the saying that you eat with your eyes first. All right, so you go to a nice restaurant. They want to make it look appealing. You eat with your eyes first. So uh, generally you watch something. Generally, you trust your eyes on things, right? Looks dangerous, stay away. Looks overcooked, stay away. I think one of the issues with Zach Wilson with the Jets, it just doesn't look right. He looks small and he looks lost. Um, He can't see the blitzes coming. Um, He doesn't see the field particularly well. Um, like, Like if Justin Fields doesn't work out in Chicago, He's big. There's a lot of wow moments. He's physical. He's fast. You can get fooled by some of these guys. Jameis Winston, Carson Wentz, Marcus Mariota. They're big. They're mobile. There's wow moments. They run over players. They jump over players. They make big throws. This is hard. Again, I'm I'm texting general manager last night, and he's like, man, finding the right coach. There's five great ones right now in the world. Find the right quarterback. There's five great ones in the world. It's hard to get them simultaneously. You're Kansas City. You know, you're, you're Sean Payton, Drew Brees. Like, at any one time, there's two all-time coaches, quarterbacks, Bill Walsh, Montana. It's just hard. But it doesn't even look right. Even next to Mike White, his backup, Zach looks like his little brother. Next to coaches, he looks small. And it's funny. Is it because he plays small? Patrick Mahomes, I looked it up, he's 6'2 on the Chiefs' website. Aaron Rodgers is 6'2. Deshaun Watson is 6'2. Dak is 6'2. Zach Wilson's listed at 6'2. He looks small. And maybe it's because he plays like he's completely, utterly overwhelmed. The game is hard for him. At BYU, Mostly a weak schedule. His biggest year was a COVID year, the weakest of the BYU schedules. He rarely got hit. You know, I said this yesterday, is that asking a kid like like Justin Fields, Ohio State to the NFL. Well, it's a big ask, but Ohio State's a massive program with a grown-up media and uh, high speculation. You're in big games. You're in TV games. So you go to Chicago, big, big city Chicago. It's a, it's a leap, but it's a reasonable leap emotionally. Uh, it, it's a reasonable leap, right? To go from a rich kid, BYU, kind of protected, small town media, I mean, really small media, to New York City. Ferocious, aggressive media. Defensive coach. Uh, a often chronicled, documented, viewed division. This is not the NFC South. Before Brady got there or when Sean Payton left, we don't pay much attention to it. 
This is, it is a big ass cross country, New York from Provo. Kid grew up a little bit of Johnny Manziel money, probably a different life. Not a lot of, you know, struggle some like every kid, but you know, he's a great looking kid. And my takeaway is that's a big ask. I mean, Justin Fields to the bears. That's an ask, but I mean, Ohio state football feels like it's 25% pro football. It's a factory. It's a huge, it's a huge program, big schedule. Michigan's on the schedule. You'll play in Alabama, Georgia, Clemson. You know, it's a whole different ball game. You play at these like Alabama's or LSU's in Georgia, Ohio state, Michigan, you know, you're, you're Notre Dame. Those are TV programs. You're facing NFL rosters every weekend. His best year was in a COVID year when the BYU schedule was, isn't the most daunting to begin with. It was a little light and it just feels like it was too much and I, I it's remarkable to me he looks so small but yet you look at the numbers and he's no smaller than a lot of the other guys but he's it's just you you eat with your eyes what does it look like it just doesn't look close he look doesn't look close to working hey i'm doug gottlieb the podcast is called all ball we usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. 
Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. He played Brady and lost. He played Aaron Rodgers and lost. He played Trevor Lawrence and lost. So arguably the three most talented quarterbacks Dak faced, he didn't play particularly well. And in those games, he completed 60% of his throws. <laughs> so, you know, and his passer rating was in like the high 70s. And, you know, it's interesting about McCarthy. So if you look at the, at the six quarterbacks that Mike McCarthy has had the most games with, he doesn't make them significantly better or worse. So Aaron Rodgers, in his prime, was the best. He had a winning playoff record. Matt LaFleur doesn't with him. And he won a Super Bowl. So if he, 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 it doesn't look like, to me, Aaron Rodgers was significantly better with Matt LaFleur. I would say this. The division was better for most of Mike McCarthy's reign than it was the last couple of years with LaFleur. So LaFleur got an easier division. Doesn't look like, so go to old Brett Favre. He got two years of Brett Favre. His last year with Brett Favre, he was 13-3. and three. I don't know. It, it does, I mean, the, the, the passer ratings are close. Touchdown interception. It doesn't look like he screwed up Brett Favre, who a few years later was out of the league. If you look at Dak, if you look at Dak's numbers, with McCarthy, without McCarthy, um, <laughs> he's actually better with him. The offensive line's been worse, and Dak is better with McCarthy than he was with Jason Garrett. So he's not screwing that up. How about old Andy Dalton? And Andy Dalton was old. So old Andy Dalton wasn't very good in New Orleans, and he's about 500. And then there's young Cooper Rush. He's gone 5-1 and one with him. Can't bang him for that. How many people go 5-1 and one with their backup? But if you look at the three best quarterbacks that Mike McCarthy has had, Aaron Rodgers isn't significantly better without him. He's winning more in division games. Old Favre, with and without him, same. And Dak, slightly better with him. So we can keep blaming Mike McCarthy. He's clearly not ruining the three best quarterbacks he's had. Has a winning record with Cooper Rush. He lost with Brett Hundley, who's not really an NFL quarterback. And old Andy Dalton wasn't very good in New Orleans. He wasn't very good in Dallas. Because right now, old Andy Dalton's not very good. But the only problem with that McCarthy-Dak argument is 
$49 million. That's Dak's cap hit. Yeah, but that's not, that's not Mike McCarthy's fault, is it? I know, but it, ultimately, who, you can't get rid of a $49 million right. cap hit, so who takes the hit? It's going to be the coach. So I know it's not fair. Life's not fair often. Right. But McCarthy loses this game. That's going to be bad. And if they get bounced in the first round by Tampa or Carolina or wherever they go, it's going to be really bad. I can see him getting fired. I know it's not popular and it's not fair. They're not getting rid of Dak. He's not going anywhere. I know that. <laughs> Want more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. That's a hot one. Let's blaze it up. Fire it up. It's Collins blazing fire. Lions and Panthers. J-Mac, I'm taking the Panthers at home plus two and a half. They're five and two this year when they rush for over 100 yards. Uh, they're 0-7 when they don't, and I don't like the Lions' defense against the run on the road. Here's the other thing, is that Jared Goff home and road splits, you got to notice, not the same guy away from home. 82 passer rating, twice as many giveaways as touchdowns. This defense will give Carolina and Sam Darnold opportunities. Carolina's at home for the holidays plus the points. I'm going to take them with an upset win. 30-24 Panthers. Lions cool off a little bit. Bengals at Patriots. How about this for an upset? New England plus three is the side. Off a humiliating loss. Perhaps the most embarrassing of Belichick or Matt Patricia's career. Remember, this team has scored 99 points. 99 off turnovers. Most in the league. The Patriots' defense, 11 sacks over the last three games. They're starting to get consistent pressure. And their defense overall has been top three to five all year long. The Bengals trailed the Bucks 7-0 until Tampa imploded. They're on a six-game winning streak as Cincinnati, but only one against a winning team. Cold, super windy, will limit the vertical passing game. Patriots in an ugly game where they control the line of scrimmage. 24-23 upset. By the way, Bengals a little dinged up on their defensive front. Commanders at 49ers. If you can buy half a point or a point, I would, but I'm going to take the Commanders plus 6.5. Liked it way more at 7.5, but here it is. They averaged 6.7 yards of play last weekend against the good Giants defense. Last five road games. 4-0-1, strangely play better on the road. And since week five, this is the league's best defense, and Chase Young returns. The Niners, a little beat up. Christian McCaffrey, uh, Debo Samuel, their top corner. Traverius Ward's coming off a concussion. I think the Niners win, but Washington's defense with Chase Young is going to get pressure on Brock Purdy. There's now some tape on him. 26-23 Niners. It's ugly. It's close. Take the points. Raiders at Steelers. Steelers minus two at home to me is the play. You know, they've won three of four. Their only loss was the Ravens close. And their defense, very, very strong. The story here is also beyond the defense. Kenny Pickett concussion protocol will return. Not thrown an interception in his last five starts. He's starting to get it. And he's 3-1 and one in his last four healthy starts. The Raiders' defense does not force you into turnovers at all. And the Steelers' defense does. In fact, the Raiders' defense is the only team allowing 
100-plus passer raising ratings to quarterbacks all year. If it was three, maybe I pass, but only minus two. Pittsburgh's going to win it. I think it's close, 27-23. Packers at Dolphins. All the wise guys love the Packers. I do not. I think Miami coming home against a borderline playoff team is going to thrive. I love how they played against Buffalo in lousy weather. They had 405 yards, almost 190 rushing. It's their first home game since week 12, and they've been 5-1 at home. Tua, 5-0 at home this year with a passer rating almost 109. Five of the six Packers wins this year. Two have come against the Bears, one against the Rams, the Bucks, and the Patriots. This is a high-powered offense, and Green Bay's not. Do you realize Aaron Rodgers has been held under 200 yards passing in two of his last three, and he's gone 18 consecutive games under 300 yards passing. This team isn't good enough to go on the road and beat a quality team, and I think Miami is 27-20. Miami over Green Bay. Wise guys like the Packers. I do not. So I'm going to take the points with the Panthers, the Patriots, and the Commanders. And I'm going to take two home favorites. Steelers, a small number, minus two. And the Dolphins, minus three and a half. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Jordan Palmer's the founder of Quarterback Summit, helps young quarterbacks reach their potential. He had Mahomes as a kid. Trevor Lawrence is a kid, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, he's had them all. Um, Okay, let's just start with the ugly part, Zach Wilson. Um, I said this, he looks overwhelmed. He looks lost. Um, He didn't get hit a lot in college. I always thought he had a little bit too much cowboy for me. That's just my opinion. But I will say this, um, Jordan, he looks overwhelmed. That's my takeaway. What does he look like? You're a pro. This is what you do. What does he look like to you? Well, I, I think in the evaluation process, look, I, I'm raising my hand here saying the NFL draft evaluation process, of which I'm uniquely positioned to have an opinion based off what, how I've spent the last 13 years getting guys ready for it. The, the evaluation process between the combine, between um, the pro days, between you know the, the personal actions, the, the visits and all that stuff, um, I think it's ripe for innovation. And what happens is we get so caught up in stats and highlights and, and what they are physically capable of doing and then how, how well they handled an evaluation process of which they were literally getting prepared for. And Zach was prepared for by a great group of people. Um, what happens is, is we don't look at what, I, in my opinion, is obvious, which is if, I, if I'm the Jets and I ask him to be the Jets quarterback, <clears throat> what in his upbringing, what in the last few years has showed me that he's ready to do this? What at BYU, of which he won the job his last year in camp, what at BYU did I see where I go, yep, that translates to New York City. And so I look at Zach physically, yes, and his intelligence, I've been around him, dude can totally learn ball. He's a smart guy, pick it up quick. But it's a lot like when the, when the Chicago Bears took Trubisky from Chapel Hill with the second pick, ironically, and I, and I was a bear, and I said, I, there's nothing about North Carolina that prepares you for that. Right. And there's nothing in his childhood and nothing in the upbringing. It's not even a knock. I'm not saying this is Zach's fault. I'm saying it's the Jets. It's the media that put pressure on the Jets to do it. And ironically here, I think it's the Jets fan base that were so mad about how Sam Darnold went that they were so excited to just move the chapter. And yet somebody, everybody missed what I think is the most important piece, which is, 
Has he done things in his life that have prepared him to be this quarterback on this team in this franchise in this city? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes um, doesn't have Tyreek Hill. It looks different this year, but what really what really is remarkable about Patrick to me is he's gone through a defensive rebuild, an O line rebuild, a receiver room rebuild, no impact. <laughs> uh, so it tells me cognitively he picks stuff up really quick. What does the film say? What are you seeing from a kid you had before anybody else? What are you seeing this year without Tyreek? Well, I actually think um, Patrick and Steph Curry, I, I see a lot of similarities there in terms of what they've done, you know, in their upbringing, both from like not really super respected college programs. I mean, Steph went to Davidson and Patrick went to Texas Tech and um, but they started off scorers and playmakers. Patrick Mahomes, most people didn't watch it, but his highlight tape in college is ridiculous. Steph Curry, I think he was fourth all time in scoring and uh, I don't follow basketball like you guys do, but he was a dominant college basketball player, dominant scorer, right? He could always, it's not like he learned how to shoot when he got to the league. It's not like Patrick learned how to throw touchdowns when he got to the league. But what's happened is with Patrick, he's gone from a scorer, a playmaker, a guy at Texas Tech who was usually down, usually had to score 40 points to be in it or score 40 points and lose. Um, and he's turned into a distributor. Now, I grew up watching basketball and I used to love Allen Iverson when I was a kid. Right, right. And as I got better at basketball and understood the game better, I started loving guys like Nash and Tony Parker because they were distributors. And when I think of distributor, I think of they pass the ball to a guy with a high percentage shot. Yeah. Right. I mean, how many layups did Tim Duncan make in right. his illustrious career? Right. And what Pat's doing is he still has the playmaker, but he's he's distributing the ball. He's taking the check down. He's hitting the shallow cross. He's very accurate in screens and bubble screens. And he's not the only one. Josh is another guy who's built his game on being a playmaker, becoming a distributor. But I think that is what should have defensive coordinators the most concerned moving forward is that these guys entering the league, they're all playmakers, but they're becoming distributors. As opposed to you look at Tom Brady, who's never at any point, I think, been a playmaker. He's yeah. always been a distributor. Right. Um, you know, Joe Burrow doesn't have the Josh Allen Superman qualities or Mahomes ability, the arm angles. Um, I thought he was kind of a more accurate Tony Romo out of college. He's obviously better than that. Um, your takeaway on he's, he's so good situationally. He's almost more, it's like Michael Jordan. He's more, he's better at the free throw line when the pressure's on than a Tuesday night in Denver. Burrow's better on a third and six with a pass rush than he is, you know, first and 10. And did you see it early in him? Yeah, I think we all saw his senior year. Um, I'm, I'm in a small group of people who were watching the junior year, right? Before when they were, I think, seven and four at LSU and pretty good, but they led college football in drops that year. This same group of receivers were celebrating as some of the best young players in the NFL. That same group led, led uh, NCAA in drops Joe's junior year. So they were on the cusp, right? But what's happened in the evolution of Joe's game, in my opinion, um, and a, a role that I've played, you know, still to this day, um, is in the efficiency. So just like I said, Patrick and Josh, there's so many physical things they can do that they grew up playmakers, right? Small schools and all that. Um, with Joe, he's been a distributor game manager. But what's happened is the playmaking part of his game is built around efficiency and fundamentals. So Try and find me a clip of him taking his left hand off the ball in the pocket. You won't find it. He always keeps two hands on the ball. And 
the focus that I have with Joe and, and my NFL clients is removing inefficiencies from the game, removing momentum from their game. So when Joe moves around, he doesn't false step. He doesn't get out of off balance. He doesn't waste movement. In the AFC Championship, the three third down scrambles that he had at Kansas City were the game. They weren't incredible throws 70 yards across his body, but they were plays that should have been sack negative plays, and they were third down conversions. And so with Joe, the game management, the, the situational awareness, the functional football intelligence, that's off the charts. But the evolution of his game is in the inefficiencies. And what happened is in August, the appendectomy, worst possible timing. Right. They cut him up. They sew him back together. He starts off the first couple of games throwing picks and moving inefficiently. And building through bye week, really two weeks before bye week, it all clicked, and he's been on a tear ever since. Hey, let me, um, you know, fit for quarterbacks is it really matters. Mac Jones was very good as a rookie, remarkably good if you looked at no number one receiver. This year he's regressed. The thing that's changed is his coach. And there's a different language, offense to defense. I mean, there's a reason all these quarterbacks don't go to a linebacker. You were in the NFL for six years as a quarterback. <laughs> you, the language, the sensibility, I don't like the way they handle him. I don't like them saying publicly he can't make a Hail Mary throw. He is a very emotional player. Uh, it was called uh, McEnroe Jones is what Nick Saban called him. So as we wrap this up, is um, I've kind of defended him a little bit on that, Jordan. I've said, listen, if my career was in doubt and you gave me a sales guy to be my producer, I'd be like, you're not taking this seriously. This is my career. You get one shot to be a franchise guy. Are you concerned that Mac, I don't know how well you know him, but I just don't think it's fair. I think I don't think it's fair what he goes through. Just your 30,000-foot view on what he's going to. I've never even seen a DC be an OC in the NFL. I don't even know. What, what, what is that? Yeah, I, I don't think with young quarterbacks, when you've got a, you know, the 15th overall pick selected in that, you know, invested in them, that you do trial and error on key goals around them. <laughs> you don't roll the dice on a tight end. You don't roll the dice on a tackle who was terrible there, but let's see if he can pan out here. And I just don't think you have somebody be called plays for the first time in their NFL career, in their entire career, uh, at, for, for a young quarterback like that. Statistically speaking, I think he had a great year last year, but there was a moment when I said, the Patriots have their quarterback. And that was when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers went into New England and yes, Tom Brady finished the game with a game-winning drive, and it was awesome. But young Mac Jones went toe-to-toe with him. Yeah. He played great. There, there's no more eyeballs and pressure and expectations on you than in that situation. And so at that moment, I go, cool, they got their guy. Now yeah. you just got to build around him. And they're going trial and error. Yeah. And I just think they're going to set him back. Oh, I got to ask you. I got to ask you one more. You told me before the season, we talked off the air, and I said, I think USC is going to go nine and three. I said, they don't have enough NFL bodies on defense. There's too much movement. And you said, yeah, Caleb's probably going to solve all of that. Uh, he was better than I thought. Um, I think it's sometimes unfair to compare a, a basketball player to LeBron or Jordan or a player to Mahomes, but my eyes tell me I see some Mahomes. Like, his nature in the pocket, his, he knows where people are. He has what Zach doesn't. It's like he can feel pressure. He leaves at the exact moment he's going to get hit. Is it unfair? I mean, how good is he? What do you, you saw it before I did. What do you, what do you make of it? Well, but before I answer this, I'll say this MVP race, in my opinion, is going to come down to Josh Allen and, and Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. So those, yeah. let's just say I'm not picking a favorite there for okay. the reasons that you said earlier on the show. Um, but I think he's Josh because he's a lot faster than Patrick. Um, he gets to full speed faster. Now, what he does that's similar to Patrick 
is, and, and, and all of these guys, I think, and what I'm training some of the best young players, high school, college, and pro to do is, and what I'm trying to get people to understand is it's less about how fast you are in the 40 yard dash. It's more, can you change direction at 70% of your full speed or, or greater? And what Mahomes does is he can be running damn near full speed and change direction. That's what creates time. Even if he is a 10th or two slower than Patrick. Yeah. Now with, with Caleb, I think that he has, he gets to full speed and changes direction at almost full speed. And that is what creates problems for defenders that are rushing him, even if they're faster. Oh. That's why it translates to the league. So I think he's closer to Josh than Pat wow. because he's more of a dynamic runner than Patrick. And because of the feel and because of his understanding and situational awareness with the ball in his hands, it'll translate immediately in the NFL. And like I said in September, I think he's going to end up with the Heisman because he's going to solve so many problems for a program that so many people care about. Yeah. Boy, isn't that interesting? That's really an interesting comp. All right, Jordan Palmer, founder of Quarterback Summit, a program that helps quarterbacks reach their potential. He had Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, who's come into his own the last five, six weeks. Uh, exciting stuff. What a, what a great career that is, by the way. Six years in the NFL as well. Jordan Palmer on a Friday. Great seeing you. Thanks for having me. Happy holidays. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. By the way, I saw this. I'm, I'm, you know, Aaron Rodgers apparently talking to Men's Health Magazine about his ayahuasca, three-day ayahuasca thing. Can I just read it? He said, night one, I was a little resistant. Night two, I fully surrendered to the process and to the master teacher. She was benevolent in her lessons. Uh, There's a lot of overall happiness that exists when you have a deeper love for yourself. It allows you to feel, give more, love better, interact better. So uh, I've been working on that. So there you go. He's been called basically a selfish player. His well, entire season. Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with his career. Yourself. Everybody in Green Bay comes out of there. Aaron only cares about himself. Well, he's not friendly with anybody. Nothing wrong with loving yourself. It all starts with. Isn't that. there a line that you can cross <laughs> with too much self-love? Well, by I, the way, can I give you? I love the Steelers pick. That's a great one by you. Do it for Franco Harris. Poor weather this week. A lot of emotion. Raiders coming across the country. Outdoor team. I'm sorry, indoor team going outdoors. I, I like that Pittsburgh one. Uh, he experienced the deeper love of himself. So, it, so I, I just want to say, Zen Aaron Rodgers doesn't mean he's, that's the best Aaron Rodgers, football Aaron Rodgers. Remember, Matthew McConaughey won the Oscar when he put down the bongos. Well, it, it's weird. I talked to a buddy who is a, he knows you, he's seen you around at, yeah. at a certain country club. And I don't, he I'm talked not to someone, of a country club. <laughs> he talked to, to someone who had done ayahuasca. And this was like a, a, a legitimate science doctor, yeah. all the degrees. Yeah. And he's like, listen. If you're dealing with something, and every, we know everybody's dealing with something, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, it can give you some clarity and provide some much-needed answers maybe to the questions you have. Yeah. Um, I'm not endorsing it. I haven't done it, but I'm open to the idea of doing it. Well, it could. Uh, ooh, uh, I'm not, but that's okay. I, I think, um, again, it creates clarity and balance. Ask yourself this. When we think of Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, Tom Brady, is the first thing you think of is, you know, they're very balanced. Sometimes to be great, it takes obsessiveness. And what Aaron's saying is, I, I don't want that. I, I had a, about three months ago, it's a weird story, but somebody who is in Aaron's circle, 
was doing business with somebody in my circle. It was a different deal. It didn't involve me, but I happened to be at dinner with somebody. Okay. And there was a discussion that came up, and it, it wasn't really directed at me, but he, this person who knows Aaron well said, listen, he ain't Brady. He's not a film junkie. Aaron's going to do what Aaron wants to do. And so when Aaron's off in this ayahuasca thing, he would have been much better served for football to be hanging out with the <laughs> rookie receivers because the rookie receiver relationship really needed Aaron's love in the offseason. That's why it was so bad in September, October, and early November. Now it's much better, but the season's mostly, mostly done. I, so my takeaway is this spiritual journey may make Aaron a deeper fan of Aaron. Does it help football? Most people who are great at something, there's a cost to doing it. You can't go to every kid's recital, every Little League game if you're running Fox Sports. You know, you've got to go to the World Cup for three weeks. So there's a cost to greatness. And, and Aaron uh, has, I think, pushed back a little bit on that, more of Aaron, which I appreciate his openness yeah. about. I like the fact that he's willing to talk about it. Pro athletes don't. Yeah. But there is generally, when, you, when you're talking about great anything, um, there's a cost. Just, you, just remember, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, his counter would probably be something along the lines of, so you want me to build a better relationship with my wide receiver right now versus me helping myself in the big picture, macro sense of the word. You know what? I'll figure things out with the receiver. I need to figure out myself first. Okay. That's probably what Aaron would say to that. I'm not speaking for him. I've, I, I actually have met him, but we're not friends or anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, not, I'm not opposed to it. I'm just saying I, I, I see a lot of people seeking clarity and balance, and my takeaway is there's no perfect clarity or balance. Work Here, is hard. Yeah. Work is sacrifice. Here's the weird thing. Were you seeking clarity and all that stuff in, like, your late 20s, early 30s, or is that, like, a more recent thing in the no, last I, five, ten years? I went to therapy. I go to therapy now occasionally. I don't do it yeah. regularly. But I, there was a time in my 20s and 30s when I went when I was getting married. I'm having kids. I'm seeking uh, help. I, I, was, yeah. I was seeking some really just help and guidance. Yeah. When I moved to Los Angeles, there was a lot of stress on kind of my business and my family and me. I wanted to go 12, 15 therapy sessions, kind of get everything right. Um, but some people uh, are very spiritual. There's a journey. They want to get somewhere, yeah. break through somewhere. Uh, I, that's not really what I've looked for. I've looked for guidance and a set of really yeah. smart ears. But we would agree in our 20s and early 30s, we thought we had all the answers. I didn't need any help for anything. I, I got this. I'm Jason. I got this. Yeah. What am I worried about? But now as you get older, the kids are getting older, yeah. uh, progressing in work. There are some things I don't have the answers to, and well, I wish but, I did. But, 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 I don't but, know if you're going to get them from ayahuasca, but the answers are out there. you just got to find yeah. them. Now, Aaron has no kids and is not married. It's usually a lot about Aaron. My criticism would be Aaron talks a lot about Aaron. Football's about community and others. It's not a shot. It's just he doesn't have Brady's kids, divorced, married. Brady's got a whole different set of stuff, sacrifices in his yeah. life. Aaron doesn't have, so, I don't even know if he has a pet, no kids, no. <laughs> it's kind of Aaron in Green Bay, small town Green Bay, doing kind of what he wants to Let do. Let me ask you this. Why do we know all this about Aaron Rodgers? Because guess what? Hold on. I don't know anything about Josh Allen. Is he a girlfriend, married, kids? I don't know any of that. Why does Aaron put all his business well, out there, yeah. but Josh Allen... Do you know anything about Josh Allen? He's been on the show before. I don't know anything about him. Well, I, I, I said I appreciate Aaron's willingness to give more of Aaron to us. It's content. I appreciate that. Uh, and he's a thinker. I always liked him more than Favre, who I didn't think really was a thinking person's quarterback. I just thought he was gifted. Hmm. I like that Aaron thinks about a lot of things. Peyton Manning was it, it just 
deep and there's a lot of different layers for Peyton. He's very complicated. I know people that know Peyton. He's complicated. Aaron's complicated. Those kind of people to me are fascinating. Um, so I appreciate that. But I think it's all an interesting discussion. I do like people seeking help. What about I, an air an air of mystery? Some stuff that's just well, unknown like, about some people. I I like that too. I I've got listen. I've said I've said this before. At some point, I'm shutting this down. You'll never see me again. Yeah. I'm doing Johnny Carson. I'll play tennis. I'll go to Italy twice a year. I'm drinking wine and, <laughs> and hanging out with my dogs. People, Some yep. people want to be public. They like they put their meals online. They they want I wouldn't tell people about my ayahuasca trip probably. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovas boots are made by hand in a time honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 